Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I hope each and every one of you are having an amazing day. Uh, I am certainly having an amazing day myself. Uh, We're in a new location today. So excited to see you all. I am live on Instagram, excuse me. I'm live today on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Entra. If you're watching this video live or if you're watching the replay, please be sure to subscribe, share, uh, make sure that you are commenting, being a part of it. Like this episode while you're watching it uh, so it helps other people um, see the live. Now, this week, we have been uh, jam-packed full of great information. We've been talking about self-awareness this week, and today we are diving in even deeper. We are talking about how to spot effective leadership and what does it look like. So today we are diving in deeper. If this is your first time joining the uh, live, please feel free to introduce yourself. I'd love to say good morning to you. Um, So I'll go ahead and say hi to Arami, George, and Asia. Very good to see you all today. Thank you so much for joining. So let's get into it. So on today, again, we're talking about how to spot effective leadership and what does it look like? So um, some of us will think to ourselves, how do you know if someone else has good self-awareness? What does it look like? So today we're going to take a look at what characteristics make someone an effective leader in both their personal and professional life. Now, today we're breaking down, again, what it looks like to spot effective leadership. One of the most important things you can do as a leader is make sure you're setting an example for the people that you work with. People are more likely to follow your lead if they see that you're already doing something that you want to do. Yesterday, we talked about taking off masks. We talked about the importance of just showing up as your authentic self, being your best version of you you know that every other position is taken, but there's still a vacancy to be you. So make sure you fulfill those particular positions for yourself because it's it's honestly very important to ensure that you get to be you. Being you is something that helps build longevity. If you continue showing up as someone else, eventually that's going to get worn out and tied. Okay, so make sure you're you're continuing to practice showing up for yourself. And for those of you who are, you know, of the personality type that that's a no brainer, you're always going to show up as you look at the people next to you. Are they showing up as their authentic self? And if they are not, how can you encourage them to take off their mask? Okay, so. Uh, be proactive about communicating what you expect from others. If, if there's something that needs to be done, don't just tell people, show them, right? How many times has, has someone asked you to do something that you know you're, that they're not willing to do? No one wants to follow a leader who thinks they're too good to do, to do the grunt work as well, right? Make sure they know why it's important and how it will help the company succeed, but also show them that you're willing to do it as well. People wanna follow people. If you, if you show up as being too, too good to do certain things, people aren't going to commit to that. People are not going to be willing to, to do that. 
right? So make sure that you're showing up as your authentic self. Don't just set goals. Don't just set goals, set up systems. If there's something that needs to get done, make sure there's a system in place so that it doesn't fall through the cracks. This makes it clear that this isn't just something you want them to do on their own, own timeline, but something they should be doing all the time as part of their job responsibilities. So, for example, if you let's say even if you're in the job market and you have a goal to find a new role, set up a system. Today, this is the number of, of applications I'm going to put out there. Today, this is the number of uh, people I'm going to reach out to proactively about opportunities. Uh, this is the, the things that I'm going to do. Set up systems. Set up those expectations for yourself so that you can follow through. Within your team, setting up a system is letting them know what those expectations look like, what the, the funnel looks like what the what the uh, what the steps are going to look like so they know where do they come in. We've talked about this in the weeks uh, prior. It's important that your team knows what the end goal is so they know how to support that goal. Sometimes people like to um, not give a person or a team the whole story, but that doesn't serve you because if your team doesn't know what to expect long term or what the goal is for the end, they're just focused on their, their segment, it's not going to help the greater good because there may have been an easier way to do it had they known what the end goal was, right? So make sure that you're presenting the entire uh, business with the information they, they all need for the greater good so that they can support you in your journey all the way through end to end. Make sure that everyone knows where they stand in terms of performance and development opportunities so that they can um, know what kind of work, work ethic is expected of them, um, what, what type of, again, performance is expected of them moving forward. It is important to get those expectations in the very beginning. When you're starting a new project, when you're starting a new job, whatever the case may be, you need to identify what is is expected of you from a performance perspective and what type of development opportunities are available. But you want to know what that is first, because you don't want to get down into the weeds of something and you're doing it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months only to find out that you're focusing on the wrong part of the project or you're not getting the full scope. So now you're not succeeding. If you don't know what to expect, if you don't, excuse me, if you don't know what that performance measure looks like, then you're not setting yourself up for success. If you say, I want to be successful in my role, I want to be successful in my career, the only way to do that is to identify how is success measured? How is success measured? As a leader, it is your job to ensure your team knows, not just verbally, but in writing, what I'm looking, what you're, what you're looking for from a performance perspective. What does success look like? It needs to be measurable. It can't be a feeling. It can't be aloof. It can't be uh, elusive. It needs to be specific because people need to know exactly what it is that makes it successful, so they can check that box. 
especially with performance reviews. When you're having these quarterly, annually, uh, you know, biannually performance reviews, in order to identify if you've met your goals is to identify what the performance metrics were. You need to identify what that is now so that you can make sure that you have met the bar, met those expectations. And then going forward, when you're in those performance reviews, you can reflect on the success that you've had. Or if not, you can talk about what you plan to do in the next quarter. But it's important for you to identify what those things are in the very beginning, because once again, if you don't know what those goals are, how, how in the world can you be successful? I'm going to look at the comments. Uh, Mr. Triplett says, I never asked my team to do something I wouldn't do. Uh, welcome all the new users. Yes, welcome everyone I'm on Entra. I heard that part of transparency, totally understand um, how important that is getting to know even more every day. Absolutely. And good morning uh, to all those in Nigeria. So excited again to continue to really dive deep into this. But is this helpful to you? What are your thoughts on um, what are your thoughts on transparency as it, as it pertains to performance? Do you feel like at this moment, you, you feel like you are, you know, exactly what success looks like in your position? If you're a manager, does your team know exactly to a T what success looks like? If you're not sure, if you're a manager and you're not quite sure if your team knows, ask them. If they can't tell you what their expectations are for success, they don't know. So you need to go over it again. And I think it's also a good, um, honestly, a good thing uh, to go over performance on a kind of a monthly basis to re make sure you're both calibrated on success. Because sometimes too much time has passed and then people forget and then they kind of, kind of start doing their own thing. So it is important to align, making sure you're continue to make sure that your team is constantly in line and in tune with what's going on. Make sure that they know expectations haven't changed or if they have changed, let them know what that change is. How will that affect them? Even understanding what your expectations are, letting them know what what your what the company expects of you as a leader. Let them lean in because it's a learning opportunity for them, because the objective is to for you as a leader to continue to move up, which means someone on your team or people on your team will in turn move up as well. It's also important. Don't don't hide all of the things that you have to do as a leader. Let your team in because it's it's a, a training opportunity for them, because if they choose to take um, the opportunity to move up in the company, they need to know what your role is responsible for and what it entails. Not just leaving them in the dark to guess. Right. So ensure that you're having those moments of transparency, because that is certainly going to be key in the longevity of your team and of your individual career. Asia says, I'm hearing the most important part is to have that vision that is shared and then SMART goals can be created to get to that vision together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Once you can identify what the vision is, you can create a, a system, which in turn could be the SMART goals for, for certain, to, to implement those things and share that with your team. 
Um, Mr. Triplet says, I use the same people project after project because I know what they offer and what they deliver. Absolutely, absolutely. Remember, when you are um, moving to hiring on your team, challenge yourself not to hire the same person. If you know all of your people have the same personality, all of your people have the same career background, all of your people have the same education background, all your people look the same, you need to change things up. Change things up. Make sure that you're looking for uh, an individual or individuals to make sure that you have some um, diversity, of course, is important, but also um, the, a new person that doesn't have the same thought process as everyone else is going to challenge the normal, which is going to help you expand. They're going to help you expand, which is absolutely necessary for any business. And remember, if you're a leader, you are the CEO of that team. You are the CEO of that team. So ensure that you're aligning with that. And that's where that self-awareness comes in. You have to be able to identify what's going on on your team. What is it looking like? What are the trends? And what needs to be done to help it continue to evolve year over year? Making sure that it evolves year over year. Asia says, can you talk about creating the job and finding your own job role? Are you saying in reference to like a job, creating a job description? Let me know in the chat. Uh, consistency in my work is key. Absolutely. If I bring in someone new, it would be to add a new value, add for my client based on their needs. Absolutely. Value is, is absolutely important. And sometimes you have to think, um, for, you have to think in advance for what, your team or your man your manager isn't thinking of because sometimes people are just so used to the the norm that they don't even realize that the team has become stagnant so you as a hiring manager or a recruiter whatever your role is as it pertains to the responsibility of hiring it's important that you are understanding the importance of shifting things because that will help evolve the team. It'll help each individual on that team now grow and step into the next version or level of themselves. Okay. Asia says, when you mentioned knowing where you fit in, it sparked the question for me, where do I fit in? What best value can I provide? How do I define where I fit in my future in regards to goals? Well, it really depends on uh, where you're trying to go long-term. So for example, we, me and my clients in my program, we, we put in a five, a five year uh, plan. We put together a five year career plan. We need to identify where are you trying to go long term and then reverse engineer where you need to be today or within the next year to meet that objective. So identifying exactly what positions you need to be in each and every year or every couple of years to meet your, your desired goal. Once you've met that goal, now you need a new goal. So I think for me, my, the, the question, the answer would be ensuring that you know what is your long-term goal? Where are you now? What do you enjoy about it? Looking at your peers and your superiors, do you, is that the lane that you're looking to get in or is it completely different? And maybe we need to redirect your entire career plan elsewhere. And then putting a plan together to identify 
okay, where, where do we need to go? That's what we're doing in my program. We're, we're identifying where do we need to go based on where, where we want to be, right? Ensuring you know what your plan is strategically is going to serve you in the long term. And if you're in a place right now where you're like, I really don't, I do know one thing. I don't want to be where I'm at, but I'm not really sure where I want to be in five years. I'm not really sure. You're definitely not alone in that situation. There are certainly a lot of people that are looking to transition from uh, one industry to another. And, and so you're certainly not alone on that. In working with me, we'll definitely work together to identify things that you can be doing and identify what that looks like. You could create a five-year plan and it can change. It's not written in stone. It's not a tattoo. You can change it. That's the power of, of, of having control of our lives, right? You can change your mind. This is just to help give you a little bit of direction. These are the things that we kind of cover. I'm hearing it's important to be honest about where you're at and what you might need to change to get towards that five-year goal. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Be honest with yourself. That's something we talked about this week. Be honest with where are you? What are you, what are you strong in? What are you weak in? And then based on that five-year plan, what do you need to strengthen in order to get there. So putting a plan of action together to get you there, measurable goals to arrive to those positions. And does it really take five years to get there? Put a plan together for that as well. Certain things can be streamlined a little faster. Certain things need to take the full five years. Depends on the industry, right? So identify, again, what is, it, what is important to you? What do you really want to do? There's a post that's going out there on LinkedIn right now about um, people saying, you know, I want the dream job, but other people saying, I don't dream of labor. In my opinion, I agree. I don't dream of labor, but I do enjoy what I do in my career coaching business. It's not work to me because I get to help people fulfill where they want to be in their lives. This, this nine to five for them is going to help them create the life that they want. The dream life is what I'm looking to attain. The success that's brought from my nine to five and my, my coaching business and, and, and in return the same for my clients. So it's important that you identify if, if you are dreading waking up and going to that job, is this the position for you? If you think if, if you're struggling thinking, OK, I've got this five year plan, but I don't even like what I do right now. I can't imagine diving in deeper into that role. I don't want to be my boss. I don't want to be my boss's boss. Then we need to start identifying where can we make this U-turn and go somewhere else. Life is not designed to be um, dreaded. No one was created to be to dread their life. So we need to take actionable steps to course correct. How can we change that? I guarantee you it can be changed. You do not have to settle and live in that life. If you're not happy, if you're depressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, what if you didn't have to anymore? We've decided to stay in this place, but what if you didn't? What if you didn't? That's the thought we need to focus on and then take the actionable steps to get away from it, to get out of the place that we're in.
Asia says, I'm aligning with what you're saying about the values, what's important to you. And then also the point about your strengths. Do you think it's better to focus on your strengths getting better or improving your weakness or both? Absolutely both. A weakness is just an opportunity to improve. A weakness is an opportunity to improve. There's nothing. A weakness is something you've told yourself you're not good at. No one is born weak. Who said, who said that? You decided that that's your weakness. But what if it wasn't? What steps do you need to take to no longer say that that's your weakness? Don't allow anything to hold you back from success. Literally, absolutely nothing will hold me back from success. I don't, I don't identify with things being my weakness because nothing is holding me back. That's the mindset you have to have. So yes, to answer your question, absolutely both. Strengthen your strengths and strengthen your weaknesses. Turn those things around. So once again, thank you all so much for joining me today. We are here uh, every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, we're talking about how to boost your career prospects by learning to be self-aware. This is going to be my favorite episode of the week, so make sure you're tuning in. If you find yourself looking for support in your career, feel free to pop in this week, uh, to this afternoon, actually, at 6 p.m. Eastern. We have our career workshop. We have our three secrets to recession-proofing your career. Um, so make sure you join that workshop. All you have to do to attend is go to yourfavoritecareercoach.com to uh, sign up for the free workshop. We're going live on LinkedIn. And then also, if you find yourself in a place where you're looking to um, need some additional support, as I said, you need that career clarity, make sure you schedule a one-on-one -on -one free consultation call with me. All you have to do is go to coachwalina.com, sign up for the consultation. My calendar is booking up quickly. So if you don't see availability this month, shoot me a message and I will make sure you get some time allotted. We started our program yesterday. We had our kickoff call. Um, if, for those of you who did not uh, attend, we have our call each and every week. We have check-in calls e with each other. So uh, take a peek at the workshop today to learn a little bit more about the program and how you can uh, apply to attend and get your career uh, back on track, get, get your career aligned within the next 30 days. In this 30-day program, you got some transformations happening. So I will see all of you tomorrow once again. 11 a.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for your time and have a good rest of the day. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.